0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mirror Football Podcast. I'm Aaron Flanagan joining me once again. Uh, same lineup as uh, earlier in the week. Uh, first of all, Matty Lawless is back. How are you doing, mate? Very well, very well. Good stuff, and Mark
1: Jones is back as well. How are you doing? Unchanged team. Yeah. Obviously, we won last time, so yeah, why not? Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, <laughs> so, so we're back. We're just down to the bare bones. We haven't got anyone else to put yeah. out there. That's why I'm still getting the game. Yeah, yeah, that's. Was- Basically, what it is, but we're here. I enjoy having you
0: guys on, so this is all—it's uh, all good and fine by me. We're going to start with. That's uh, not what you said behind our backs. Yeah, but I've got to say it when you hear it. Whatever. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> starting with UEFA Nations League. Uh, obviously, this new competition. Um, that until about forty-five minutes ago, when I was starting to pull together things to do on this podcast, uh, I didn't actually know how it worked. But I'm telling you now, I'm an expert. Excellent. I'm an expert now. I've Good. read a piece, I've read an explainer. Welcome to the I, party. Yeah I, yeah, I finally get what's going on. Um, UEFA Nations are going to wait. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, go on. yeah well, okay, right. I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll explain the competition. Basically, you have every team in, or every UEFA nation uh, across Europe. Good start. All of them. All of them. All of them are split into four leagues. Yep. Like they're calling them one's leagues. And in each of them leagues, they're split into groups. Yeah. Okay. So basically, you'll play against the teams in your group as as normal. Um, and but there's a promotion and relegation. Uh, obviously, promotion only for leagues two, three, and four. Relegation only for leagues uh, one, two, and three. Or, gotcha. Or A, B, and C. I, so don't, know. I, don't, um, I don't
1: know how the, the word.
0: not a nations league conference then. Uh, unfor- unfortunately, not. May, okay. Maybe may, maybe in the future. Conference North. Um, yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so. All the top-ranked teams are in your, your, your League A, uh, which is where England come in, obviously. England have been paired in a group with Spain and Croatia. Uh, the other groups, Portugal, Italy, Poland, quite strong. Belgium, Switzerland, Iceland, not entirely sure that's a senior group. But and, uh, France, Germany and Netherlands is, is, is the other one. But that's the competition. Anyway.
2: Hi, I'm Aaron Flanagan, and my specialist mastermind subject <laughs> is UEFA Nations League.
0: <laughs> yeah, um... But yeah, uh, the competition. Anyway, what uh, what are your opinions of it? Is it something? Is it something that we needed in international football when? Because w- obviously we normally get to this international break now, uh, the, the first one of the season, and think yeah, international's a bit boring. Is, yeah. it, is it better now to have competitive football?
1: Um, yeah. So, obviously it's my understanding of it is obviously though you come fo- you come top of those in that top division, you come top of that group there. So there is that IE four teams, and then you go. That's a chance to qualify for the Euros, isn't it? So yeah. um, you add that to it, then I think it's it, it's an interesting development in, in international football. I think it you know, the fact that it's kind of going to speed up. I think it's going to feel like these in, international breaks go a little bit quicker, which is is nicer for you know because there is going to be a lot more stories for us to talk about, and yeah. and it just adds that competitive element. I think, um, and it makes games like England against Spain, which could have been a drab, flat friendly, it. Kind of gives it a little bit of an edge, which um, which can only be a good thing.
2: Yeah, as a fan, I'm in complete agreement. I think it's great in terms of adding that competitive edge. I do wonder what club managers will be feeling about this, though, yeah. because you know previously those international breaks it would mean that certain players would only play you know a handful of minutes, yeah. but now this is you know a proper competition mm. with a prize at stake. Yeah. The the national managers are in, they they can do what they like. Yeah, so I wonder if there is a, a private agreement. And of course, some players, they have to manage themselves as it is anyway. That they, They'll know if they've got a knock. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there'll be a few managers who are kind of quietly wincing behind the scenes, mm-hmm. thinking, please, please don't get injured.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, especially for some of the smallerness nations as well, because obviously there is a spot in the next European Championships from the, the um, UEFA Nations League um, for the... League D teams so obviously they're the yeah. lower ranked teams one of them teams is is, is going to get in so if you're say for example Henrik Mkhitaryan who's playing for Armenia you're going to play 90 minutes of every game and mm. he's going to be playing far more football than surely because Arsenal because it or, might be a or, you know, because,
1: to. because the the format of the league is a bit shorter isn't it and so for Armenia it might be their best chance to get in to get into the Euros and so for him you know a player who let's be fair is not going to have many chances to get into a tournament um, coming from the country that he does, then, yeah, he's going to be giving his everything, isn't he? He'll, he'll be giving his all. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, is, is on the one hand is fantastic. On the other hand, if you're in Iemory, you're going to go, I don't want my, one of my best players running about in wherever he is, you know. And so um, I think whilst whilst the club manager's thing is is, is interesting, and, and you, you heard a lot of, the, lot of the, the top managers after the World Cup in the summer, Guardiola and Klopp especially, I remember hearing them talk about the gap between the World Cup ending and the Premier League starting was very short, wasn't it? And um, it does almost feel as though the Premier League hasn't really got going yet, which Guardiola, I think, is hinted at. Um, so I think it's it's kind of one of those sort of more power to the to the the national teams. But you know what? I think they sort of needed it because I think international football was struggling in the in the wake of the club game. It still is. It's, st- it's still behind for me. It's still a long way behind the top level of the club game. And so... It needed a bit of a leg up.
2: a game like England versus Spain, it'd be interesting to see the intensity in that game. Whereas previously I think players would have probably sauntered around for, for ninety minutes. But now if there's something riding on this, a home fixture for England, it'd be great to see whether, you know, they really go for it. Like Wales against Republic of Ireland, absolutely smash Republic of Ireland, a really weak Republic of Ireland, but Wales. They've given themselves a fantastic start to the competition.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to come back to Wales uh, a little bit later on and, and just kind of have a little look at that performance because yeah. because uh, w- w- Wales are brilliant. Um, just quickly, still on the UEFA Nations League as a whole, that one of my um, major concerns uh, for the competition is obviously right now we are on UEFA coefficient ranking, hence why you have all the best teams in League A. But because four teams are going to be relegated, i the bottom team in Group One, bottom team in Group Two. Um, So, I mean, you're potentially getting the likes of Croatia relegated, Iceland relegated, Italy maybe relegated, the Netherlands relegated, and the teams are going to be replaced by, for the next version of the competition, teams from League B are teams that are going to be like Ukraine, Russia, Austria, and, I mean, I don't mean this with any uh, offence, Jonesy and the the whole of Wales, but teams like Wales, and suddenly your top league is not as strong, and when
2: you start having all this promotion and relegation, Um, it's... Yeah. yeah, but football changes and, exactly, and, the, yeah. and, and and teams evolve. Certain teams, you know, you would argue that, um, I mean, look, let's look at Bulgaria. The 1994 Bulgaria team were, were amazing. They were better than England, but where are they? They're, they're, I'm, you I'm, know, trying, you know, I'm trying, <laughs> trying, uh, I'm trying, you trying know, to know out. That. Yeah. Obviously, 1994 is a long time ago now. Uh, I'll, tell
0: but you, I'll tell you what's happening with um, Bulgaria. Um, I believe they have a good shot of returning to the European Championships. Okay. Because um, I've still not found them, so I'm assuming they're in... <laughs> oh, no, they're, they're, found them, found them. They're, they're in group three. So, League 3, League C or whatever. Yeah. So, do they get a spot? Oh, I don't know, I'm not an expert anymore. What? Yeah, I know it's, it's hit me. <laughs> I don't but, know, but anyway... But yeah. You, can uh, can my, point, my
2: point is this, is that um, certain teams have good moments in time. Like, for instance, this England team is far superior than the England team we had 10 years ago that didn't qualify for the Euros. So it, teams change, and I think it's fair only fair that teams like Wales, for instance, OK, they're not renowned for being a, a football superpower, but let's not forget that two years ago they were in the Euros, the semi final. So that squad, they deserve a chance to be testing themselves against the best. They shouldn't be sort of tarred by history, if you like, that they haven't always been up there um whereas you could argue republic of ireland have, have been a super scotland even but you know of recent years they, they need to kind of come again don't they so it's i think it's a great chance for these teams to to, like, it's like to
1: get back in, on the map it's like promotion and relegation in in club club football yeah, isn't it yeah. you know i mean if you'd have said 20 years ago leeds united aston villa nottingham forest were in the second tier then you wouldn't have thought yeah. it, and then and you've Bournemouth,
2: got, Brighton are going to be in the yeah, Premier League,
1: and you know half, half over, well, sorry, well over half the Championship it used to used to be in the Premier League. You've got some who've gone further down, League One, League Two, um, and then if you want to put that into international uh, sort of standards, then then yeah, England of maybe eight, ten years ago, perhaps if they had gone down a, a tier, it would have been a, bit of a kick up the backside that they needed, and they would have got back to it. So um, it's um, I don't see any problem with it, and, and maybe it's me. Perhaps hoping Wales could do something, but I, I think if you're doing well in a in a international sense, you deserve to be to be put forward for it, and you can't live off past glories. Yeah. Is
2: it? Yeah. It eliminates elitism. Yeah, mm.
0: no, it, it does. I mean, for, for me, I just maybe think the relegations come too soon. At the end of the day, your team is potentially getting relegated, your country is getting relegated after four matches. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I I I don't know whether maybe obviously these groups of three could have been combined into a league of six, and okay, you don't play somebody home and away, but at least it's over. You know, a different mm. span of teams, and and you know, it's not maybe just down to a lucky draw where you either get in, you know, really good or really bad bad group. Um, that's my little concern, anyway. But anyway, moving on to England, uh, obviously, England play Spain, get their UEFA Nations League underway, and that is going to be Saturday night at Wembley. Um, Matty, you excited to to watch England again? Obviously, first game since yeah. the,
2: the World Cup heroics. I am actually, and what I think is really good. Gareth has sort of kept that squad together, Gareth Southgate. And he's also added a couple of players that were probably close to getting in that team but didn't quite make it, like Lallana's and, and, and even Luke Shaw's come into the fold now, which is great. Um, what you see is there's still that camaraderie between the players, which is wonderful. So there was a good uh, video that Jones had been showing me earlier of um, uh, Jesse Lingard, Manchester United, and Trent Alexander-Arnold, Liverpool. Look, the, the club rivalries don't exist anymore with, with England, and we made the point about you know, uh, I think it was Rio talking once before saying he, he wouldn't even speak to the likes of Gerrard sometimes on international duty because yeah. they still had that intense rivalry. But there was a great great video that that Mark showed me that you know they're having this, sort of the training ground bants if you like, and they settle it by Alexander Arnold it's the crossbar from the halfway line, and you know everyone's sort of laughing and joking around, but you see other players in there like the likes of Ruben Loftus-Cheek, who hasn't really had a look-in under Mauricio Sarri at Chelsea. But he's been retained as part of that squad because that squad's got an identity. And that's what I like what Gareth Southgate's doing. So to see them back together again, I'm very excited. And I think this Spain squad's in its infancy under a new manager in Luis Enrique. He's already brought in some interesting rules. So I think he's banned mobiles and he's also banned late-night Ludo, uh, not McClosco. <laughs> um, but um, so it'd be interesting to see how they react because they had an awful World Cup, didn't they? Yeah. But you know, the, what we always know with Spain is that they are a dangerous side. So for this England team, this is a perfect fixture.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I do believe it is the, the, the perfect game. At the end of the day, you want to test yourself against the best, as we said yeah. uh, before. It's what the UEFA Nations League does bring. Um, England, a lot of people have said. Um, that they had a bit of an easy ride to the World Cup semi-finals, you know, at the end of the day, I think we can agree, England will never have had a better chance to have ever got there. Um, is playing Spain now actually tougher than any of them World Cup games?
1: No, I don't think so. Um, Croatia in the semi-final was, was tough. Um, I, I think, I, I agree, in it's, uh, it's the perfect game. Um, even though Spain will be angry with the lack of Ludo but um, <laughs> I think they you know it's going it's to create that <laughs> hunger within the team leader. I'm just trying to think he'd be the best Ludo player in the Spain team That's, I'm just, literally just on thinking of as I'm talking to yeah. but um, yeah I think it's a good game oh, um, I think alright, and, and he's good at Ludo <laughs> yeah. um, I think it's uh, it's nice that they'll be back at Wembley as well and, 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 and hopefully there'll be a nice crowd for them to to really kind of almost thank them for what they did at the World Cup because you know although I wasn't a bit of an outsider I guess but it was nice to see the way the country reacted and the way they, they all got behind them and and jumping off jumping off bus stops and jumping off, off all sorts of things.
2: Yeah, wrecking <laughs> IKEA, throwing beer up and yeah, the sky and they're, uh, wasting I wonder, beer. What, what, what's
1: what's, what's going to be the destination of choice if they beat Spain? What, could, what can what what can be absolutely vandalised if they beat Spain? <laughs> oh, on, uh, probably,
2: uh, probably, probably the, tasker, some, the some, yeah, 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 yeah. some sort of tapas place. Yeah. Um, or sorry, La Tasca.
1: Shops <laughs> in Ludo, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, what was I saying? It's going to be a good game. Uh, hey, I, yeah. I I think I think it's it's an important game for England to have uh, getting them back together after the tournament and um yeah.
2: You're going to the game? Are you excited? Are you going to get a chance of Ludo or Ludo? You going to
0: get those <laughs> No. I am I'm genuinely excited for the game. I I I kind of got a little buzz when when the Premier League ended last last weekend. And obviously we were like, "Oh, it's international break again." I was actually quite happy I was quite relieved because obviously in the World Cup you, you, it's just pure football there's no politics around anything it's just you focus on the football in the 90 minutes then the Premier League comes back and Mourinho starts doing his thing and, <laughs> you, you know, and you're like oh it's just Premier League football's back and alright okay you need some of that but I'll be honest I, I, I think just some of the early seasons us made me go you know what I'm actually really happy to have England back and I just have this feel good atmosphere that has been created like you say by gareth
2: gareth southgate um and it will be home behind, behind it tomorrow it will be i think yeah. the players will get a wonderful reception
0: he should be a party he should be treated like a party and now at the end of the day i know it's a competitive game but um yeah he should be treated as we would do if it was just you know the first friendly back give the team the welcome that they deserve you know because yeah. they celebrate. didn't get it
2: did they and i felt that was one of the things that let the world cut down in a way. England kind of came home, muted kind of reception because it was behind closed doors at Birmingham. I think the... the um, I would have liked them to get that, you know, 1990 when Gaza and all all the heroes returned home from Bobby Robson's squad. You know, it was great. It was people came out in numbers and those players, what they did for this country... Um, during the World Cup was was incredible. It really it united got, the place. I, got it
1: got a little bit diluted with the the third place game, didn't it? I think everyone it, just sort it, of it really did, and, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, as, as is the way, I think yeah. these days in. Uh, d- yeah. I it's tried to get that I, you know, I tried to block that out of my mind yeah, I think there's the, you know, just the next thing isn't there and I think people are quick to quick to move past things
0: they came home a week too late because of the, the third place game I, I think if they'd have they come home two days after the, the game against Croatia I think they would have had a welcome I feel like I've watched the Mike Bassett movie in real life here and the only thing that <laughs> was missing the only yeah. thing that the only thing was missing was them coming out of the plane at the end and it yeah. all the, the Hubs 4-4-2 four, four, either did they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah um, no, it sh- should be a great occasion for England and I'm yeah, uh, very looking
2: forward to it in the squad are you looking forward to Benson and Hedges are they going to get a (laughs) run Has Southgate put 26 names down
0: yeah yeah no it would be i say I'm looking forward to it it's just interesting to see what happens and I think it's interesting what you mentioned about the celebrations and how England have it was kind of low key I think that's part part of Southgate's mentality is that okay we've done this but there is is a future there's no point celebrating now because it's not the end goal there is a future for this team all right.
2: yeah. So, as, as brutal as it sounds, they didn't win. But I, I would expect that the FA will give it the razzmatazz at Wembley because, don't forget, England are going on the road after this and they go to the King Power Stadium against Switzerland on Tuesday night to play um, at Leicester, so, which is great. I'm really pleased to hear that. So, this is a real chance for Wembley to sort of show off before it gets sold somewhere. I think they almost, it might sound a bit daft, but I think they almost need to pretend that they did win.
1: Do you know what I mean? In yeah. the sense of like, it's a... It's oh. in, in, in the sense that you know, it's just they go out there again and they'll carry on. You know, there's no sort of hangover from it. There's no kind of you know um, sort of regret at what happened against Croatia. There's just this idea that yeah, they're positive. They'll bounce. I'm sure they will. They're positive. They'll bounce into it. They'll yeah. feed off the crowd again. And they almost present Yeah, do you remember, do you remember that some of you had that was really great. You know, well, let's go again. Well, I again. think
2: they should get T-shirts made up. World Cup winners. <laughs> but uh, you know, crossed hands. They almost. Yeah. Almost,
1: yeah. Something like that. Fourth,
2: um, big four. The About. I sell it for fifty quid in the yeah, shop. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, just something though that does need to happen. I say, back to the football. Can't get battered by Spain. I think it's so important. England have do have to remember. It's not just a celebration. If they go out and get you know pummeled by Spain, everyone will just remember. Every, everyone well, will suddenly go downbeat and kind of go. A, we've had our this. We're back to reality.
1: It's a very hard group, isn't it? You think you got Spain and Croatia, and we all know how good Croatia are. So Spain um, quality as well. Yeah. It? So you know, there's there's a potential chance of relegation there.
0: Yeah, the, the the literally is so. Uh, yeah, so, as, <laughs> so come as on, as you G- discovered. Yeah, <laughs> um, as so come on, Gareth. I say please do just treat this as a proper competitive game um, and let us do the celebrating. in there. Yeah, I
2: mean I couldn't in, yeah. in, in in the pub and around the ground. As a West Ham fan, I couldn't stand the thought of perhaps two relegations this year so let's just come on England if you had to have one who would you prefer well I'm not going to answer that challenge
0: that's out of order yeah he would definitely prefer England I'm patriotic yeah okay uh, so we're just going to have a very short break and when we come back uh, we're going to be looking at Wales and their impressive win over the Republic of Ireland
1: hi it's Finn Dwar from the Irish History Podcast and this is a staycast from
2: ACAST Please, please, please follow the government's advice right now, which is currently to stay at home where possible. While you're staying at home, I would recommend another great show that's worth checking out. It's Unexplained by Richard MacLean Smith. It's
1: a beautifully produced and gripping show that looks at unusual and sometimes unnerving occurrences from the past and present. It's perfect escapism. Check out Unexplained on the ACAST app or wherever you get podcasts.
0: Welcome back to the Mirror Football Podcast. Uh, as I said before the break, we say we're now going to look
2: at Wales. You um, also said earlier, right, we'll oh, try okay. and wrap this up in 20 minutes, <laughs> because it's taking you 20 minutes to explain the UEFA Nations yeah. League.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm still thinking about Ludo, so you haven't really... Yeah, yeah. We well, had a quick
0: game of
2: Ludo during yeah, that break, did. by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, well, I'm not going to get involved in that. It looks addictive. If all the players can get addicted to it, then I'm pretty sure I can. Uh, but anyway, Wales. Jonesy, I'm going to come to
1: you. Okay. Um, are you a happy Welshman after that performance? Yeah, he wouldn't be. Yeah, fantastic, wasn't it? Um, they, you know, I, I've, I was a little bit sceptical about the appointment of gigs. To be honest with you, I probably still am. But um, I think it was nice to see the way he he's really embraced the um, this idea of moving the team on the younger players. He's made some big calls. Really, it might not seem kind of. Big, but you know, from the outside, but but someone like Chris Gunter, who I think he'd played 63 consecutive matches for Wales at right back, and dropped him from the team and brought in a young lad from Swansea, Connor Roberts, who scored a fantastic goal. Yeah. Um, there's in midfield. There's Joe Ledley, who's been a staple of that team for for years. Drops in, brings in Ethan Ampadu, who was fantastic. Really, really. Um, good And then ahead of that, you have know, got David Brooks, who's had a fantastic start at Bournemouth this season. Tom Lawrence, who was in the in the picture under under Coleman, but looks really sort of. He, he's it. He, he, it was a slow start from the Wales, but he he's really switched on now he's doing well with Derby as well. And then when you sprinkle this around of the obvious quality of, of Gareth Bale and then you got Aaron Ramsey there, Joe Allen, who I'm shocked didn't move to the Premier League in the summer. Um, so so yeah. it's more
2: about Joe Allen than anything though, doesn't it? Yeah, I think what so. What kind of a classy guy he is.
1: Yeah, so hmm. it all looks good. Um, obviously, you need to caveat that with Ireland being appalling, but um, I, it it was nice to see them playing attacking football and they really went for it from the start. And and as I say, i I remain sceptical about Giggs, but I think he... He at least has made some brave calls. First up, and I think or, you know in, in the first competitive match, and um, it it was important for that. And and I think he it's really time time for him now to stamp his authority on it. It's now going to be a bit more tricky because they're playing the proper Denmark team as opposed to the fake one. So the, the,
0: the futsal team. Yeah, like they were
1: going to field one that looked like a fake. Pro evolution, pro evolution soccer team, but no, um, yeah. So they're going to be playing them Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it'll actually be the real ones, the real Christian Eriksen, yeah. the real Schmeichel. So that'll be a test. Um, but if they win that one, then uh, then that's surely that surely that's David off the threat of relegation, doesn't it? So. <laughs> yeah.
0: It literally does yeah. in this yeah. competition. Um, I've got to say, what I was really impressed with Wales, as you alluded to, was just the fact that they, they, they have this spine. Like I know Ashley Williams has his doubts, but you know he does a job for Wales. In front of him, you have obviously Ramsey and Allen. Bale does his thing in a slightly more forward, yeah. almost strikers role. And those, for role for obviously, Wales. those
1: those four are yeah. very much left over from the Euro 2016 yeah. team, and, and yeah. it's still important. You yeah. know, Williams is obviously on the on, yeah. on the downward spiral, but. I think he'll still cling on there for a year yeah. or so. But
0: as I say, you've got that spine, and then if you just drop all these youngsters, mm. like obviously Ampadu you mentioned was brilliant, yeah. David Brooks looks like he could be an absolute superstar one day. Um, I think really she, like him. He's only really about like 20, isn't he? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, looks yeah, yeah. really, really good. Yeah. From what I've gathered, yeah. the, the atmosphere
2: amongst the squad is really good as well mm. and Giggs has retained that and, and that feel-good atmosphere has been there since the Euros so it's good yeah, that and there were still, still,
1: still a couple of others who weren't playing the likes of Harry Wilson who's at, at Derby yeah. Ben Woodburn Um, so yeah it's it's looking good yeah
0: uh, I've got to say some of my doubts about Giggs I think have all come from do you remember that video of yeah. I remember mean, I mean, <laughs> I think it was his last game in charge of Manchester United as caretaker. God, yeah. Yeah. And the... uh, In in inverted commas, the motivational speech, Mm. which, to be honest, nearly... I mean, it, it nearly... I think the players probably will have almost fallen asleep it made most of us just burst into fits of laughter because of how bad it was and, and that's the mentality I have that Ryan Giggs is the manager so maybe that's where my doubts but are coming from I players don't but like
2: those meetings as it is a lot of mm. players will tell you privately that they waste a lot of time in those meetings yeah. you know going over these mundane things but I guess it has to be done And um, but give Giggs his credit he's got a lot to repair in terms of his reputation just because Don't forget when he was a player, he never treated Wales as number one, did he? It was always club football, Manchester United. And I I feel that Wales fans probably think he does owe him something you know as a return for that so good luck to him like like Mark said the football was really good to watch I think it's difficult to judge it properly against that Ireland team because they were were terrible and they've got some real problems and and I actually think the management could be the problem there because it seems to me that uh, Roy Keane is not getting on with a lot of their senior players and some of them shied away from this squad so you know something's Mm. got to give sooner or later because they haven't exactly got huge strength and depth yeah. O, uh, O'Neill looks a little bit kind of
1: behind the times as well, doesn't he? He's, as, he's, he's unfortunate with the players at his disposal because it's not a very good crop of, of Ireland players. Um, they just looked they, did, they looked... they looked the yard off Wales, to be honest. I know I, I mean, Wales are full of these younger players we've spoken about, but Ireland just looked, as I say, looked, they looked the yard yeah. off and they, they, were, they were slower to everything around the they, pitch.
0: They weren't that far off qualifying for the World Cup. When to beat Wales. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so. and I just... I do feel though that when they didn't make it, it was probably like, okay, we've missed a good opportunity. Yeah, it, it might be time for a change. Felt like, and, felt like the and, end, and they end, might be feeling that now. felt like the so. end of
1: the road for a lot of their players, um, yeah. some of whom are still going on. John Walters started up front. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but as I say, they were poor, but you can't take anything away from Wales. And and, and with, with Gigs, I think my thing with him is. He almost needs to find a way to not be Ryan Giggs, if that makes any sense, and to just kind of be, be the coach, focus on what he's. Doing. He's 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 learned under Lou Van Gaal at Manchester United. who's obviously known to be a fantastic manager over his time, um, and and he's he's giving young players chance. Uh, it's funny with uh, Tom Lawrence because Tom Lawrence was at uh, Man United as a youngster, and Giggs was the one who gave him his debut as, as a manager when he when he had those few games. So he obviously trusts in young players, and um, it's a, it's an exciting time. Uh, it's just. They're still kind of finding their feet. If Denmark's going to be a real test for them,
0: yeah. So there we go. say so the, the 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 real test, as you say, uh, against actual Denmark, Denmark uh, yeah. against the actual real Denmark, yeah. and not the futsal Denmark that we were uh, we were potentially going to be getting. Um, moving on, uh, just uh, another nice little story from international football. Um, this is before we just go back domestically. Before we finish, um, Wesley Schneider. I, b- I believe you, you've <laughs> uh, Jonesy. Uh, let me know of some. Weird event that happened last night as he... Oh, it was nice. Yeah, he made was, uh, yeah,
1: So, so he, he made his 134th and final appearance for Holland. He's the record caps holder for Holland. Um, and he came off in the friendly against Peru in Amsterdam. They won 2-1. Uh, Memphis Depay got both of the goals. But, yeah, he... Um, Memphis Depay? Memphis Depay. Me. He, yeah. Remember him? He still exists. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, he, he came off. That's and, the story. And, and uh, at the end of the game, there were some nice pictures. He got, he got presented with a... With a nice um kind of frame from Virgil van Dyke who I think might be taking over the captaincy. Um but the real event was they wheeled out a sofa in the <laughs> middle of the pitch and there's like a palm tree there and there's a big T V there. A palm tree? Yeah they yeah, like, no, like a not like a palm tree like you know like, the sort yeah. of plants that you get in, your, in quite traditional in like Holland. you it?
2: get in your palm living room so you've probably got one so,
0: so they literally no I've not got a plant yet. I don't, I don't <laughs> have a plant in my living room uh, I probably should I'll make it look a bit prettier but, so they basically I would trust the, you the, to water it no uh, yeah, I'm, I'm reliable yeah. I'm
2: reliable um, um, about. but yeah so yeah. They,
1: they made the Amsterdam Arena pitch almost look like a living look room look like his living room and he's sitting in the centre circle what, in the, with his family with, yeah. his, with his wife and children watching the Simpsons yeah yeah they just watched the Coronator Street
2: it was like that you know the opening sketch from the Simpsons it was like, like, like they kind yeah. of roll in and sit on the sofa and <laughs> do something <laughs> it's a the, bit like
1: that the Snyders yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah so sitting there. and he's watching he's watching some lovely tributes from, from some some players that he's played with over his career he's watching some of his goals and let's be, I think he's a little bit overlooked as one of the really best players of his generation he was a fantastic footballer in that 2010 World Cup he was fantastic he obviously inspired Holland yeah. to get to the final and um, it's a nice little. He, he, game was game
2: a, he was a Man United target, wasn't he for a long time? But yeah. he still is. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, some sort of gossip yeah. column somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, it just. I always think with Schneider, it's such a shame that we never get, we never got to saw him in the pre- see him play in the Premier League. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was a wonderful player yeah,
0: no, no, his had, and his style definitely would have suited the Premier League as well, having that bit of pace, there, mm. the the will to take someone on, and a bit of quality in front of goal. That's that's what he brings in. Uh, still got game at West Ham. Probably could in yeah. that midfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, probably I'll probably
2: take the sofa.
0: Yeah, uh, sticky foot the goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, n- nice touch there. Netherlands um, have not started their for Nations. No, though. that was a friendly yeah. against um, um, Peru, who obviously aren't in it. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, Actually, but check which group they're in. Peru, who are not in Europe. <laughs> um, uh, there, uh, Neverland's in a group with France and Germany who played at a 0-0 yeah. draw which um, I'm very glad I picked the Wales game to watch instead of yeah. that one. It was um, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm just disappointed that Peru have been relegated, that's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, moving on i say we're going to move back domestic then i say the Nations and stuff will review england how they get going on on next week's podcast we'll also I might might mention northern ireland next week um they they got into league b they're, they're in the second league northern ireland yeah, but don't forget well, they've been really good yeah, in qualifying the last few tournaments yeah, they've um, I tell you, over the past few years they've really improved they've okay, been a good
1: few years in league b and they can consolidate and push on for league a yeah, that's <laughs> That's <laughs> the just aim of the got, game. Just got to days. avoid that relegation to League C. Yeah, that's the aim of the game. Uh, the, it's tough down there. Uh, isn't the, it, League the, C? The,
0: their group, just for reference, so they are in with Austria and uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Who they play Bosnia on Saturday. 14. Saturday <laughs> yeah. lunchtime. It's not fair, uh, is it? <laughs> they got no Charles that's an awful joke, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but um, it's Friday. You can get away with it. Yeah, I know. Blame
0: me. Uh, but yeah, we're going to move a little bit back uh, domestically uh, now. Uh, just, just want
2: to say that Jones has got four days off after this. So Does it yeah, show? yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's
0: getting getting a bit giddy now. <laughs> um, yeah, so the clock's ticking. Just we're, we're going to wheel him down generally. to the parlor. Oh, oh, yeah, no. Oh dear. Um, but yeah. Um, Moving on, back to Mesti. One of the great things that comes with the international break is the fact that it gives, well, it has a lot of means, a lot of Premier League stadiums which can be free for special events and especially charity uh, events. And there are two very um, intriguing fixtures. Uh, One for a a great cause, which I'm going to start with, and that is the match for cancer, uh, which is taking place at Parkhead in Celtic. Um, It's going to be a James Milner team against a Stylian Petrov team. Obviously, it's a game for Petrov. Uh, who's obviously come over, you know, great illness and is uh, very well regarded uh, elsewhere. But uh, great touch and uh, mm. great line-up in the game. I believe there's uh, some big-name managers as well. Yeah,
2: Jonesy, I mean, you, you know more about this one because you're a Liverpool fan, but um, Klopp's going to be in the hot seat. He is
1: going to be involved. I think Brendan Rodgers is as well. They've they've given up a lot of their time, um, these two teams. James Milner is, as everyone, I think every football fan would have a lot of respect for James Milner. Doesn't matter who you support. I know he's he's played for some big teams. Uh, yeah, I saw him joking the other day. Um, uh, Robbie Fowler was, was talking to him and he said, "You've played for Leeds, Manchester City, and Liverpool. You're just copying me." And 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 he went, "No, I'm just trying to annoy, annoy Man United fans and all that sort of thing." But <laughs> I, think, I think even they would would. Um, I think even they would. Uh, would um, have grudging respect for him. He's a he's a great character, isn't he's, he?
2: He's a wonderful ambassador for the game, um, and what often gets overlooked with James Milner that even at his time at Manchester City, he run charity fashion shows that the players used to mm. be involved in. Uh, I think it was called City Kicks yeah. at the time, and that was yeah. donated for the Teenage Cancer Trust, I believe. So um, Milner has always been one of those great patrons of the game, and I think a lot of people won't see that. And this is just another further example of the wonderful things that yeah. some footballers actually do do off the field. I think yeah. he's, he's
1: got that sort of combination of not only being a really good bloke and, and someone who's well-respected, but he's a very good footballer as well, isn't he? And, yeah. and you're talking about him being, a, at the moment, he's a key player for the team's top of the Premier League and he's arguably been one of the best players of the season so far. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so he's coming together with Stylian Petrov, who we know has had, has had um, terrible illnesses in the past. And uh, Milner played a with Petrov at Villa and um yeah so they have come together at celtic park and there's going to be some some i think players from from obviously his international so everyone's away but the ones who are available i think will be playing from liverpool and celtic and some celebrities and some um kind of you know donors for the for the charities as well so um yeah i believe we're going to be doing some uh, coverage of it here as well so
2: yeah you can you yeah. can follow it on mirror football and i think what it gives jürgen klopp a chance to do is the players that are with him he's probably given them a few days off recovery anyway and now it's okay because we're still. I still think we're, we're leaving pre-season now after this yep. international break. Uh, August is. I've always seen August as a pre-season period, and I, I never read too much into it. Easy that's to say I'm that as a West po- Ham fan. Exactly, this season. <laughs> that's why I'm so positive. Well, I believe West Ham is still on holiday, yep. but um, it will give Jurgen Klopp a good chance to test those players who haven't gone away with their with their countries to give them some. Valuable minutes in front of a proper stadium atmosphere as well. So it's a crucial time for Liverpool. They've got some big games coming up, and they've got the Champions League starts this month. Yeah, so yeah. Um, you know this is this is a really good opportunity to keep the momentum going yeah.
0: and have some fun at the same time. Exactly, yeah. for, and, and donate a to a great course. cause. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, also taking place uh, on Saturday as well, uh, Arsenal Legends uh, against uh, it's Real Madrid Legends. I believe. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, they um, played in
2: the summer, yeah. and uh, I think Real Madrid won can't remember yeah. the score. I,
0: I remember them going on. I remember seeing pictures of uh, like Robert Perez playing at the yeah. Bernabeu and, and stuff like that. The you know these,
1: for Pelé, Ray Parler would be involved. These sort of events seem pretty regular now, aren't they? You know, a couple of big clubs Bench. So I believe this one will probably be for the Arsenal Foundation, who do a lot, a lot of good work. and um, yeah. yeah, These sort of things happen a lot, don't they? It seems every international break you'll have a group of, of these bigger teams will come together and, and, and they tend to play one home and one away as they're okay. doing this time. And. And uh, and some great benefits, and you know, if you're if you're around, it's a great chance to go and watch some
2: fantastic players, isn't
0: um, it? We've got the UEFA Nations League is a is a cause now, maybe for UEFA
2: Legends League, UEFA, UEFA, Legends. UEFA Legends. Veterans Legends League, or, or Legends Charity league. league. I'd love I'd love to watch that in the summer, particularly in the summers where, like, look, yeah. 2019, there isn't a major tournament, is there? Mm, yeah. So wouldn't it be wonderful to see something yeah. like that, there even if a, it was yeah. a five side tournament? What yeah. oh, was that soccer? There six was one. Yeah, yeah, I, I went yeah. to that. Yeah, last that year
1: too. France won it, and some of their players. Robert Perez was fantastic. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. he was superb. Jorgaev was fantastic as yeah, well.
0: Yeah, was he brilliant. End. Yeah, yeah. I Kenya, didn't he? Yeah, I remember fangirling when Roberto Carlos. He was very clearly injured and couldn't run. Yeah. Like, he came off the bench. I remember for, that. Came <laughs> off the bench for a thirty-second cameo, and I remember yeah. like proper fangirling because I like. Yeah. He, he was a player. Was that he was on my channel. I was there.
1: I was there the first night and the last night, and England went out in the group stages, and uh, so they played, They played the first night. And England, England, <laughs> England's attempted tactics of Stephen Gerrard knocking it long into Emil Heskey didn't really work. Yeah, and, doesn't really work uh, in a five. No, so much. it wasn't really happening. Heskey was bringing it down, but he was he just wasn't having much support. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, those are always fun, aren't they? And, and you like to see players from your childhood and if they've still yeah. got it, and uh, mostly they haven't, but then. Very occasionally they'll do something, and you go, Oh, yeah, there you go. That's a quick story talking. about
2: that actually. Someone who was working behind the scenes of that event said that all the other teams, like Brazil, France, and Italy, and all the squads were so happy to see each other and they were really pally. Apparently, the England lads were just like, you know, completely, <laughs> no. you know, whatever clicks they had, they, they stuck to them yeah. and they just got and out really- there. So, no wonder they got knocked out of the group stage. That's, no. that's, that's, that's what happened. That's, uh, that's, that's mad. I
0: mean, it probably explains fully why English football struggled over the past mm. 20 years until kind of the the, the recent regeneration In this,
1: I think just thinking now back to that final I think France might have beat Denmark and we were probably a couple of days away from that Denmark team playing against Wales weren't we yeah. but <laughs> um, sadly they sorted it out yeah no, I, I, remember, <laughs> I remember that I remember that yeah. Denmark yeah. being
0: the, the shocks of the ton but uh, yeah anyway uh, two great games obviously the match for cancer up at Celtic and obviously the Arsenal and Real Madrid legends play, facing off uh, yep. at the MMO two great causes to uh, get involved with if you are about this weekend and two uh, games available
2: to follow on mirror football
0: Yep, exactly, uh, you can keep track of everything that goes on, uh, hopefully there will be plenty of interesting stories uh, surrounding them, uh, but guys, thank you very much, really appreciate you coming Pleasure on. You, mate. Yeah. Um really good to talk uh, about UEFA Nation League, and now I understand it anyway. Great, And uh, yeah, go, well, go, get your homework ready for tonight, you're going to study uh, a bit more. I, I, I do, well, no, I'll, no, I'll, yeah. I'll end up watching football, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my homework now. Enjoy
2: the game tomorrow as well, a uh, England game.
0: I will do. I'm looking forward to it and we'll be back next week to talk about England and that uh, that performance and, and looking more as well ahead back to the Premier League returning. Uh, guys, thank you very much. Uh, if you don't subscribe to this podcast already, you can do so on iTunes, you can do it on uh, Acast, you can get us on Spotify, you can get us wherever you get your podcast from. As I say, we will be back next week. Uh, well, until then, it's goodbye from us.
2: there, it's Caroline Foran from Owning It, the Anxiety podcast, and this is a Staycast from Acast. Please, please, please do follow the government's advice right now, which is currently to stay at home where possible. The sooner we all get on board with these measures, the sooner we will be all together again. While you're staying at home, here's a recommendation for another great podcast for you to listen to. I think we need a bit of comic relief more than ever, so why not try the Two Johnnies podcast available on the Acast app or wherever you get your podcasts.